This episode contains graphic details of murder and other crimes. Listener discretion is advised. Okay, so I know this episode has been out for like a week, uh, but I received some information the other day from a wonderful man named Ryan. He works for Please Bring Me Home. He is a PI and he is the lead investigator currently on the case. So just to clarify some details that I had incorrect. I mentioned Frances having aliases. These are the result of her maiden name, marriages, etc. She was born Frances Johnson, married Herb Fontaine Sr. before separating and then marrying Stanley Harris. Herb Jr. is her first son with her first husband and Rod Harris and Faye Martin are her children with Stanley. 13-year-old Rod was the only one to come home that day after she disappeared. Um, and find her absent. Herb and Faye are several years older than him and already lived on their own by 1972. So, just to clarify some things in case uh, I, well, I just don't want to be putting out wrong information, obviously. Um, So, Ryan also published a three-part magazine series, which is so cool. Um, it's, uh, in the July, August, and September issues of Apsley Backroads Magazine, uh, and you can find that online. So, if you want more information about the case, I highly, highly, highly recommend checking that out. He did great work. And, like always, please, if you guys have any information regarding Francis's disappearance, please reach out to Not Always Fo- Not Always Flight, that's me. <laughs> please reach out to, please bring me home, or you can reach out to me, that's fine too. I can pass along any information, but... Um, Ryan's working really hard to make some progress in this case. So please, if you guys have any information, definitely reach out. Sorry, uh, get on, I'll get on with the episode now. Bye guys. Hello everyone. And welcome back to not always polite. I hope you guys are having a great week. I've had a, an okay week. I'm not going to lie. I've had a lot of anxiety this week. So to anyone else that is suffering with anxiety, I feel you. You're going to get through it. We're all going to get through it. It's going to be just fine. I don't know. Something in the air. Something in the moon. I don't know. It's been a week. So, anyways, um, I feel like I had something I was going to tell you guys, and I can't remember. Also, sorry for the air conditioning. In that first clip, I have shut it off. It's been hot as balls here in London. It's been so hot. Oh, my God. There's been a heat warning out for, like, it feels like forever, but it's been the last week. So... If you've been wondering how I've been, I've been anxious and sweaty, and that's about it. So today I just have a kind of small unsolved disappearance that takes place in Apsley, Ontario, which is by Peterborough. So Frances, Muriel, Sarah, and Harris, she had a couple aliases, which I'm not really sure why she had these aliases, but I guess she was also known as Frances Fontaine and Frances Johnson. 
I'm assuming one of those is her maiden name, but anyways, she had some aliases. Um, so Francis was born in 1926 and is said to have been a lifelong resident of the small town of Apsley. She was married to a man named Stanley Harris and had two sons, Rod Harris and Herb Fontaine, uh, which goes along with one of her aliases. So I'm assuming Fontaine was her maiden name. Anyways, um, she also had a daughter called Faye Martin. At the time that the case takes place, Rod was only 13 and Francis was 45. So like many other cases that I covered, there isn't much background information online about the family and like the early lives of those involved. So I'm just going to hop right into what happened. So on the morning of April 21st, 1972, Francis and her husband Stanley went to an appointment in Peterborough. Some sources say that they for sure visited the post office and the bank in Lakefield, and then others say that they, quote, may have. So I'm not positive if it is verified that they were both at the bank and the post office. But um, I'm going to go with that they did because that's what I've seen more. So um, after they went to the bank and the post office, it is believed that they both returned home uh, to their house on Highway 28, just south of Apsley, by 11 o'clock in the morning. But again, that's not confirmed by anyone but Stanley. So then Stanley says he went to work by 1 o'clock and he left his wife at home and he did not return home until 5.05 p.m. Her sons got home from school around 3.40 and their mother was not home when they got home. Francis has not been seen or heard from since. Essentially, there is not much more information besides that. Um, there have been searches done. Most notably, there was one in late November of 2012. This was um, brought on by calls, like tips from the media, or tips that were brought in by the media. Um, at that time, the OPP searched for her remains for three days at a property that was adjacent to Apsley Veterinary on Highway 28. The OPP said, quote, she vanished virtually into thin air and that they believed foul play was involved. Um, obviously, if they're looking for a body. So the police would not disclose if any remains were found, but no, conf- no arrests um, have been made. And to this day, it's still an active investigation. So I think it's safe to say they have nobody, but that's just my speculation. So... Um, This was a three-day search, and on the first day, officers did ground-penetrating radar, allowing them to locate the foundation of the old home that they lived in, which burnt down in the 1990s. Officers searched for more than two days, like I said, before backfilling the excavation, so they filled in the hole they dug. Sergeant Leon told reporters they wouldn't be searching any other locations at this time, but new leads were coming in on, coming in on? Okay, whoever wrote that article fucked up. Um, due to media coverage. Rod had made some interesting statements about this case. So Rod is the son that I mentioned. He said that his father, Stanley, will not talk about the case or have anything to do with the investigation. I feel like if your life partner, your wife, mother of your children, mysteriously disappeared you would probably get in on that search and, like, help look for her, no? 
I hate to be so stereotypical, but Stanley, damn, he seems sus. Like, that's just a big red flag for me. So, Rod also said that he has, quote, his own theories about what has delayed the case of being solved. He said, quote, I think a lot of people were scared because it's a small community, and, quote, I believe more than one person was involved in my mother's disappearance. So does he think Stanley had an accomplice? I don't know. I think that's sus. So Frances would be in her 90s now and likely isn't living any longer, not just because she was in her 90s, but because there was the belief that she was met with foul play. Regardless, um, I'm going to give you a description of Frances, just in case you see a 90-year-old woman walking around in Apsley, Ontario. This is what you should be looking for. Frances is described as having brown eyes, gray, white, short, wavy hair that may have been dyed black. She was petite, about 100 pounds, and stood 5 foot 1. It also says that she has false teeth. I don't know why they're calling her out like that, but there. She was wearing a pink cardigan with black pants and black pull-on shoes. She was also wearing a white gold engagement ring and wedding band. Again, they're not thinking that she's out there somewhere, but you never know. So anyone with any information regarding this case is requested to contact the Peterborough County Detachment at 705-742-0401 or 1-888-310-1122. Also, if you wish to remain anonymous, you can contact Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477 or apparently there's a website www.stopcrimehere.ca. Now, I don't know if you guys know about Please Bring Me Home, but I actually spoke with the one of the people from Please Bring Me Home um, about a different case that maybe I'll talk about someday. But they are a, a nonprofit organization that helps bring people home, obviously. So please bring me home. Let's, let's, let me give you a little rundown of please bring me home while we're here since this episode's kind of short anyways. So just taking this from their website, which is pleasebringmehome.com. It says, please bring me home's mission is to solicit anonymous tips regarding cold case missing persons across Canada. Our goal is to find the missing and bring them back home to their family and friends. The group was founded in early 2018 by Nick Oldreeve, Matthew Knopper, and Melissa Hardwood, although the history of the organization stretches back to early 2016. In total, Please Bring Me Home and its members have assisted in locating 17 missing people, two of whom were deceased. So again, they are a nonprofit organization and they are awesome. They're doing awesome work. Obviously, if they've brought home 17 people, that's amazing. So um, I do encourage you guys to, to look up the Please Bring Me Home because they have some really interesting cases that they're looking into. So, yeah. So, yeah, that was Frances Harris. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great rest of your week, a good weekend. Uh, please let me know if you guys have any suggestions for cases that you want me to cover. You can uh, send me an email or follow me on Instagram at notalwayspolite. And um, let's say um, about a few more times, Celine. Oh my God, I hate myself too. I don't know why y'all are still listening to me, but thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate every single one of you. Have a great weekend. Bye guys.